Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Al-Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to our Uncharted Discussion episode of Empower to Grow. I'm still with the lovely and enriching, I would say, on every level, Audrey Cavanesia. Welcome back. Thank you. Audrey is the Chief Content Officer of Amplify Voices. She is the producer of a number of podcasts, all with a purpose. She's a storyteller. I say I'm going to call her a disruptor now of lives, a positive disruptor of lives and industries, and definitely a person to connect with when it comes to love and stemming from a place of love. Audrey, I wanted to start the conversation from the space of love. In, in our previous episode, we were talking about how when you opened up your heart, your, you started aligning or people started coming into your life where they align with this message, where they know that, you know, the, what the let's call it the, all the inequalities of life could be dealt with when we come from a place of love. Now, when we talk about women specifically, and coming, stemming from this social conditioning of you can't, you won't, you shouldn't, from the blocks, from the feelings of lack of worthiness, uh, lack of purpose, of imposter syndrome and all of this. How do we transition from this space into a space that comes from, well, that literally emanates from self-love towards impacting those around us? Well, you know, it, it's interesting because First of all, if that's a very, everything's always complex and simple all at the same time, for yep. sure, right? But the, the difficult part is when we make it too complex, mm-hmm. we eliminate access. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so the point of us really sharing is to allow greater access, right? So what I've been through for 30 years, once I can start revealing and I can own, not that things are happening to me, but that I'm like, I know how they happen to me that point of being able to share is that it's not going to take others 30 years. It could take them now three months. Yeah. So, but it has to go through that process of clarity. So I'd like to respond to what you said by utilizing something that's very accessible. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we come into this world, we look at for those of us that have children or recall being a child, if you do have that recollection very young, there was an experience that either we observe or that we recall where there was no, there was no um, distinction between us and any, anyone else. It was mm-hmm. just, we just were. It was yeah. truly the part that comes after human, human being. We were truly just being when you yeah. look at children. They're just being, they're not like, you're better than me. I'm not enough. That's that you see it when it comes in and it breaks your heart if you observe your child going mm-hmm. through coming back from school and, and being hurt because of what somebody said or, or how they didn't feel that they belonged. Mm-hmm. And you start to see what happens after that to that human being because being ceases and now logic takes over. And there's no what, there's no freedom to be. And if there's not a freedom to be, there's not self-expression. Yeah. I, so I talk- we, 
Yes. So we, so first we have to remember, we're not trying to get to some place that we've never been. Mm -hmm. If you've been to Rome, you've been to Rome <laughs> at the very least. If you're, you know, now in Canada, you know that you have been to Rome, maybe not how you're going to get back there. Okay. Maybe not all the roads are accessible anymore. Maybe there's new terrain you have to, whatever, but you've mm -hmm. been to Rome. So let's first yeah. of all, and foremost, remember, we've all been to Rome. We yeah. know and we, we've been. And even if you don't remember, and all you can remember in your childhood was, was trauma and the pain because that has overshadowed everything, that's still okay. Because mm -hmm. somewhere in the recesses of that logic still exists that you've been to Rome, okay? So that's the first thing I'd say. We all, our natural state is being. That's our natural state. Funny how now we're not even human beings anymore. We're human doings. Oh my God, yes. Rebrand yes. the entire thing of being yeah. human by human doings because we get rewarded for what we're doing. Yeah. We get criticized for what we're doing. Uh -huh. Our focus is on what we're doing. How we survive is by what we're doing and not doing Your everything. is by what you're doing. You are what how you we do. Treat, exactly, how we treat our children is the concern. We were just talking about that earlier. Our children is like, are you doing this? Are you not doing this? If you don't do this, and you're not going to get ahead. And if you don't, it's like mm -hmm. so much doing. Is wouldn't it be amazing for us all to realize this is the source of unfulfillment and confusion and disconnect? Yeah. Why we feel so disconnected and we feel like we don't belong is because we're in this domain of human doing, which isn't our design. Our design is being. Okay, mm -hmm. that's the first thing. So if we just put that aside, and that's fully distinguished, I would say. Yes. Yep. So, yes. Yes. Okay. So that's Definitely. the first thing you, you don't need to try to like, there's not some new place you're going to. We're from that place. So you're revisiting your root. That's right. It's the core design of you. Okay. The second thing is when we think of ambition mm -hmm. and what we want to build in life. And there is a lot, especially if you're going through spiritual or you are going through healing and you know, minimalism has gotten really big. And now there's a new form of shaming, which is you shouldn't want so much when people don't have any. And I mean, yep. you know, it, it changes every year, right? Yep, yep. That evolves. That evolves too. <laughs> yes. How do we resolve our ambition and our wants mm -hmm. with this sense of being? And, and it's very, again, very simple because there's the distinction between you as the creator mm -hmm. and then just things that you that that you need to do and want and build you know so yeah. so i'm going to bring it down to a very basic example which is if you if you redesign your home okay yeah so when i redesign my and I'm, everybody can think of whatever example they want to but when i redesign my home there's a process that i go through so if i know i'm going to knock out a wall or I know I'm going to want new furniture to be delivered, or I know that I'm going to, you know, need a new sink fixture or anything that I'm going to do. What am I going to do? I'm going to go outside myself and hire a professional yeah. or get advice from a professional that does that. Even if I think I can DIY that off of a YouTube, I'm still going to watch a YouTube show. Okay. So no matter whether you can get they're that person outside of me, yep. there's still somebody else who knows what they're doing and you don't know what you're doing. Remember doing. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm going to find that person that knows what they're doing and I'm going to listen to them, whatever. But here's the thing. The final voice in the design is going to be my own. Mm -hmm. They're going to tell me everything that needs to be done that they're going to do, or the DIY video is going to show me what to do. Yeah. But when I go and I 
put that thing or I, or I imagine that, I say to myself, hmm, is that what I want? Is that how I want to feel? Let me imagine that couch sitting there. If I put that room together that way and yeah. I imagine my family and I, what I want for my family in that room is that I want them to feel joy and I want it to be, you know, very elegant, but I want it to be someplace where people can play, where they're not so sophisticated or whatever, that nobody feels like they could touch anything. That's what I want. That's how I want to feel in that room. Does this couch make me feel that way? That's easy for us to do, right? Yeah. But notice how we don't do that. No. Our ambitions. We no. don't say, I'm going to be a doctor. Let me hold on one second. If I live that life, how would it make me feel? Is that how I want to feel? Mm -hmm. Let me imagine my family. Let me imagine my life. What kind of doctor do I want to be? Let me see. We don't do that. We say, oh, my family says I need to be a doctor, a lawyer. I need to go yeah. to this college. I was expected to I, be a doctor and I yeah, failed I, my parents. <laughs> I better do that because then I'll be able to pay my bills and then I'll be do that. And then, but I really want to do art. I really want to be a fashion designer. I really, or I'm a fashion or I do in art, but I really want to have my own business, but I don't know how to speak up for myself. It's like, that's what we do. And all of a sudden, and the problem is we're not housing two distinct phenomenons, which is the being part of us, which is our core, is the part where we say, how do I want to feel? Mm -hmm. Will that fulfill on how I want to feel? So like yesterday, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, my son was talking about, my son's 31. So like when people say their son, you can imagine all kinds of ages. So let's just so you have a picture. My son's 31, big, huge guy, tattoos everywhere, right? And he works with me in the company. He's a camera guy. He's an associate producer. And, and so we were talking and, and he was talking about real estate. He was like, boy, you know, I was in this conversation and man, mom, you know, you're right. I'm a really good salesperson. I could really, and I was like, yeah, I've been telling you that for years. And then he goes, uh, you know, I should have gotten into real estate. Ooh, I'd be making a killing right now. And I was like, okay, I want you to imagine yourself in real estate. Mm -hmm. Just think of mm -hmm. all the things and imagine what would you be doing? So he started creating a picture and I said, is that really how you want to feel? So you want to be your whole weekend, nothing wrong with it, but you want to be on your weekends running around showing people's homes or whatever. That money looks really great, but is that how you want to feel? Mm -hmm. If you created anything, couldn't you take that same skill set and be a, a director or be have your own agency or whatever? But but going through that space of examination of self, yeah, of being able to house yourself inside of that, I said to Christian, this is his name, Christian. I said, Christian, you can manifest that in any career, mm -hmm. in anything, yep. but you have to put yourself inside of it the same way that you would do that home, that living room, that new kitchen to see, is that how I want my family to feel? If we just did that, you know, it would be present. We would have a practice of listening to ourselves. Yes. And that yes. is not the process we go to. We're so focused on the doing that, like I said, we get a disconnect from being and the long-term impact of that is we build these successes Mm -hmm. And then we feel trapped by our success because now we that's can't true. leave the thing we don't want to do because we didn't go through the process of do I want to yeah, be here? Because that's and a sunk cost fallacy as well. Or put the in thing all is, those years. Of course. And that, or the other side is that we spend five years being afraid because that thing and how it looks looks too scary. Again, because we didn't really truly take it into our being and try it on and use this beautiful thing called our imagination. You know, I really think that is what the imagination is for. It's yeah. like the ability when you go in and you buy something, you could try it on first and you go, mm -hmm. that looked beautiful, but it's not for me. Exactly. And exactly. so do the same thing with your life. Yeah. Try it on by saying, how does this feel? You know, 
we, feelings are important, not because we should run away with our emotions, but actually they're a very powerful tool because yeah. you can feel the brain has no distinction whether something is real yeah. or yeah. not, which is why we watch movies and we're like, <laughs> you know, and it's like, is that person really dead? They're an actor. They got paid yeah. to do that. But the brain doesn't know any different. No. So you take the journey of the emotion. And what does that give us? It gives us release. It gives us empathy to, to try, you know, to be in someone else's shoes. There's so much beauty in story. But, but it's in a reminder that you house that. That's one of yes. your greatest functions and your abilities. If you were to say what your design is, one of our key components of our design is that. So if I take this full circle and I say, and we say, you know, how do we build this sense of belonging? You remember that is already there. The better question is, why do you feel disconnected? What mm. is making you feel disconnected? And the answer is you're too much in the doing. Start not, everything not in being. That's right. And once you're in the space of being, wherever you are, there you are. There's nothing to prove. You're in a room and you feel like everybody looks, you know, like a, a, a some way that will not accept you. Return yourself to being and say, what is what is making me feel disconnected? Oh, I'm not as educated as these people, or I'm too educated and they're more free, or whatever it is. And then once you return to being, it's just how do you want to feel? I just want to feel free in myself. Great. Feel that way then. Yeah. Go ahead and create that. Feel that way. It's very, very powerful. And what comes up for me as you're saying this, it's also so between the visualization part of, of yeah. how do you want to feel and, and is this right for me? The concept of alignment, which yeah. you said is an embodiment of alignment. Is yes. this alignment with me of yes. how I feel in my body, what my thought process is going through and stuff? And going back to that core of us as beings, as children. We did whatever we wanted to do whenever we wanted to do it. If you want to sleep, you'd sleep. If you're hungry, you're hungry. If you're, you know, you, you want to get on the couch and start jumping off the couch with Superman, you're going to do that. Because <laughs> I know, because mm -hmm. now I'm reflecting back on, on my son and his journey growing up. Maybe I don't have memories of me as a child, but I can see my son who's 11 in, in growing up in that way. And as you said, like coming back from school or feeling like he was told off for, for being himself. And there, then I could feel like there were very slight oppressive thoughts going through his eyes. Like I can't yeah. be all of me because that doesn't fit within the system. And that's yeah. what I keep reassuring him. Be whoever you want to be. Be the best version of yourself that you could be. But just also be responsible and be... Um, respectful and be considerate of everyone and everything around you. So you could become that best version of yourself. So you could make yourself proud. Yeah, exactly. One of the best, uh, from one of my mentors, one of the best advice I ever got was I called him when I was in the midst of this um, company that I was in. And I was so entrenched in the middle of those results, meaning that if I were to extract myself, it would be a huge loss financially for me, for the team, there's all of that. And so, so many of us are built around not wanting to be quitters, not wanting to let other people down. And then we have our own needs to take care of. So it's very, it becomes very complex, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that feeling yeah. of being trapped and not knowing how to navigate yourself out of it is really, really strong. It's very strong and very, occurs very real. Like there isn't yes. an option. So mm -hmm. I contacted him because I had come to that point where I had tried everything and I just felt not only was it not working, it was feeling worse. I physically was feeling worse. I mentally was feeling worse. I was looking 
physically worse. And so I contacted him and I, I his name's Sam. And I said, Sam, you know, here's what's happening. Here's what's going on, whatever. And he said, and I thought he was going to come with this brilliant advice. Okay, what you do is this, and whatever you do, because this man is a master, a master uh, of any of anything, and just tons of businesses, and he does it effortlessly. It's it's insane. It's just so beautiful. And he goes, okay, here's my here's here's my coaching to you. Get out of there now. And I was mm -hmm. like, wait, what? Hold on a second, even. <laughs> No, I'm not kidding. Options. <laughs> he said, I don't even know why you're dealing with that. That sounds like a nightmare. Get out of there. And I was like, wait a minute. You're just, uh, this is like a challenge. This is my next challenge. You got to give me this so I can grow. And he was like, no. He goes, no, they don't honor who you are. Those hmm. are not your people, Audrey. They don't get who you're being. They don't get the being of your contribution. Go find your people. When you find your people, you're not going to have to work this hard. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, nobody in my life, now I was in four, my 40s at that time, nobody in my life had ever said that to me. That mm. occurred to me like radically, like just, just being an all out quitter. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to be there. I left and like many things, you know, yes, it was challenging. Yes, there were breakdowns. Yes, people were upset. And yes, I had to clean up some relationships, but I can say now it was literally one of the best moments of my life, taught me one of the greatest lessons of my life. And, and the thing about it is, is, is we do feel that, that sense of like, oh, I don't belong here. This makes me feel uncomfortable. And then we force ourselves afterwards to say, yeah. But what you, and not to say that you can't work through things, but when you get that very powerful, strong voice, and you, you start to understand, like our conversation when we first got on, there was an immediate connection. Mm -hmm. We are our people. Yes. That's absolutely. what we're present to. We are our people. We are, our energy is, is vibrating in the same space. We are having our language that we're using. And as human beings, our medium to create is language, just like yes. for painters, our medium is paint and their paintbrush and a canvas. Ours is language. So our language, you can hear a lot of words you and I are using, our common words and the uh -huh. head nodding and the feelings that are happening. And uh -huh. you're like, oh, that's my people. Okay. And when you co-create with your people, there's so much being there. There's so much movement. And yes, you'll have disagreements, but you'll find your disagreements do become opportunities to grow. Because again, the foundation is from being, it's common and it's beautiful. And then once you have that alignment around you, then you can go into kind of troubling circumstances, but you have a community. You're That's part of a group of people I, I and together- that's yeah. right. And together that tribe can build a business, change the school system, you know, help people get off the streets or build multi-billion dollar corporations. We need to get out of this. In doing, there's this thing about being on our own and I have to be strong and I've got to get through it and nobody helps me. And why do I got to have to do everything? You know, it's, that's where that comes from. That that's comes true. from, there's no being in that. Yeah. I'm going to honor your time. And yet I can speak for hours. I know there's a lot more where we could be talking about. I know that even the being and the doing, I love how you've put this. I'm going to be thinking a lot about this now, because as you're talking, I'm, I'm resonating a lot. And the part for me personally, I know that when you're out of alignment, when you're just doing and not being your body, as you were just saying, even your body tells you, it gives you all the signals like, stop it for the love of God, just stop and listen. I know that 
the reason I went out of um, a few businesses that I built as well uh, a few years ago, and I had spent a good five and a half years building up something, um, is a moment where I kept finding myself with my head down the toilet and throwing up blood. I was like, okay, you know, something's not right over here. My body's trying to tell me something. And that kept being repeated in cycles until I had to stop and say time out. And until I had to have that uncomfortable conversation of, I'm sorry, I have to go. I, yeah. this is, it's not in alignment with me anymore. And I've put in every effort to do the best that I can to get it to this point, but I can't see where this is going anymore. And I'm yeah. physically. You yes. Know, and you know, it's interesting. I, I love that you said that because your body will start to tell you. And then one thing you'll notice is that your children, your friends, your parents, they'll all go, you need to stop. You need to whatever. I, I can't right now. Don't you know how much I have on my plate? I can't. And it's like, how many signs do we have to give you? I mean, like how many, does a tree need to come and fall <laughs> on your leg to stop you? And sometimes, yeah, a car accident, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't mean to be dramatic. These are quite, we can just examine our lives. Just last week, my son said something, mom, you should just hire somebody to help you. No, 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 you don't understand. I have to go through it first and then they can come in. And then I was like, he's right. He's just yeah, right. Exactly. Listen, it's not, it's not, um, yes, my son, honor my son, but this is a message coming to me mm -hmm. in whatever form it can find from the sink, from my son, from the tree. <laughs> I was just like, we're screaming at you, Audrey, stop. So yes, it's your body, but also you'll notice that the people around you will reinforce what your body is telling you too. That's true. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I'm, I'm honored and I'm blessed to have Thank crossed you. paths honored. with you, to have had this conversation. Um, you are a disruptor and you are a source of positive energy and positive impact. And I can't wait to see everything else you're going to be creating. Aww, thank you. Thank you so much. I love you. I can't wait to talk to you again. Me too. Me too. Stay here. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. As always, love, abundance, and prosperity. Be you. Be you. <laughs> and do you. But mm -hmm. be you first. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.